Hello. Hi, friends. What's going on? What's going on? It's Cooper. Happy home day, everybody. Um, I'm excited to have this conversation with you today, um, largely because I'm getting a lot of conversations around it lately, and I sincerely hope that it can help you too. If you are in a place where you maybe you're, you're probably in network marketing or direct sales, and if you are in that place and you have asked yourself this question, why can't I seem to enroll people that want to go further, that want to do this business? How come I can't seem to get my team to do anything? You know, they say that they want it and then they don't. If you've ever had this conversation with yourself or asked yourself these questions, maybe even questioned yourself and your ability to lead, then this conversation, um, I want to have, I want to ask your permission to have this conversation with you um, because I know what all of those things feel like. I have, I'm set, for those of you I have not had the opportunity to meet uh, before, it's such a pleasure to meet you. My name is Jen Cooper. Um, here's a virtual handshake or a fist pump. Um, I'm so glad that you're tuning in. I want to invite you to share this with your teams. I want to invite you to share this with your power partners, your people that you are trying to grow and expand and become successful in your businesses. This is going to help, okay? So go do that now, then circle on back. Um, and for uh, just to give a little backstory, I've been in the network marketing profession for seven brutal years now I say brutal because that's the best way to describe it you know there's nothing quite like network marketing to make you really take a deep look at at yourself um, at your flaws at where you uh, are not skilled where you uh, the areas of growth and opportunity that you have to develop yourself it is just um, it's something, isn't it? If you are in network marketing, you know what I'm talking about. The personal development piece. I always say to people that if they are doing all the things, they're doing all the tactical stuff, they're, you know, reaching out to lots of people, they're, they're having the conversations, they're inviting to take a look and nothing is happening. It's because they're focused more on growing their businesses versus growing themselves. And that is a fact. Um, and I didn't know this early on in my career. I sort of thought like, okay, great. You fall in love with some products and, and in, you start selling them and eventually it just happens. No, that's not really the case in network marketing. Um, it is one of the hardest things that I've ever had to learn. Uh, I shouldn't say had to learn. One of the hardest things that I ever had the opportunity to learn more about, to grow through, um, and it was worth every bit, every single bit of failure, of self-doubt, of lacking confidence, of recognizing things about myself that I wasn't really proud of, um, literally all of the, the brutal aspects of network marketing 
really are beautiful at the same time um, because I, I literally, I look around me today and I'm living in a completely different life than I was seven years ago. I, I think differently. I see the world around me and the people in it differently. I see my future differently. In fact, a lot of you that I have the opportunity to connect with regularly um, and that I have the honor and privilege of you tuning into to my content and sharing it with, with your special humans, um, that probably wouldn't have happened seven years ago. Um, so in any event, I digress. I felt the need to explain why network marketing is brutal. <laughs> um, it's brutal and beautiful all at the same time. But you know, one of the greatest honors I've ever had is the is the opportunity to lead a team. Um, that is that is by far one of the most humbling um, and greatest honors of my life has been has been having the opportunity to partner up and um, help other other people develop themselves and grow into their leadership. And I say grow into their leadership because it never ends. You know, like who has literally thought to themselves ever in network marketing, if I just do this, then I will be happy. If I earn this, if I can just earn this, then I'm going to be happy. Um, then I will have made it. Then I will have gotten there. Have you ever had those types of conversations in your mind, friends? Because I want to be honest with you that, you know, the journey never ends, right? It never ends. And, and that's another really cool thing about this profession is it's constantly evolving. But what I will say, let me circle back and land the plane and, and, and have this conversation around onboarding people or onboarding teammates, because I know a lot of people that, you know, get frustrated both with the people that they bring on to partner with and also with themselves. I see, I see them, I see people get frustrated with new business partners and I see people feel frustrated themselves. And here's the truth. I had to enroll hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people in order to work through practicing getting more skilled at not just onboarding, but also developing leadership. Um, I really had to enroll a lot of people to practice to do that. So a lot of times when people come to me and say like, you know, I've enrolled five people and none of them are doing anything. And I'm like, well, on average, I have to enroll probably eight to 10 before I, I find someone that's really wanting, that really, uh, their actions match their their um, self-proclaimed desires, right? I usually have to enroll eight or nine people or eight to 10 people before one person, their actions will match what they tell me they want. Think about that for a minute, friends. Ask yourselves, do your actions reflect your actions on a daily, consistent basis, do they reflect your ultimate desires and what you want to happen?
You see a lot of times, um, I, I always ask, you know, uh, business partners this, if, if things are not going their way and they, you know, they can't seem to enroll people that want to do things and really want to run, I ask myself, well, what level of, you know, what level of commitment are you showing in your actions on a daily basis? Um, because that's a really important indicator of how your people, you never hear the expression, the, uh, the pace of the leader is the pace of the team. You see, friends, I am no different than you. I am no different than you. I just never stopped. I just never sat back. I never, I never didn't show up, even during the really hard times, both personally and professionally. Even when, you know, when my team, half my team would, would, would fall apart, you know, at some points over my seven years, I, even during those hard times where I was like, gosh, should I just quit? Like, am I cut out for this? Even during those times, I still conditioned myself to show up and try and give try and give wherever I could. Like right now, I'm trying to give to you some of my experience that I've grown through in hopes that it can help you as well. Um, and maybe I'll share something that, uh, nothing new with you. Maybe it will just be reaffirming, you know, or reaffirming that you're on the right path and you're doing the right things. Or maybe what I'm sharing right now in efforts to help, maybe you'll pull a nugget or two that you're like, gosh, you know, I never thought about that before, but I'm going to remember that next time. Either way, it's a win-win, right? I always show up to give on a daily basis, even when it's hard. There have been times I've literally miscarried babies and still shown my face as painful and as hard as it was. I've always found that during times that I feel helpless, I try to become helpful. The times that I feel helpless, I aim to be more helpful. That for me has been an antidote to keep keeping me going, keeping me on track, keeping me progressing forward, even if I just took 10 steps back. I hope that that helps you as well. So here's the deal with, with onboarding. Gosh, I have to really get to this. But I wanted to kind of set the, I wanted to set the pay, uh, the, uh, the tone a little bit and where I was coming from. So first and foremost, when we're onboarding people, if you feel like you have failed, odds are you had expectations of them. Rule number one, and, and I, it took me a long time to learn this, we must have zero expectations of others right? It's really hard sometimes because sometimes you, you enroll people and, oh, you have so much hope for them because they're a stud and you just, you know that they have so much potential and you want it for them and you're excited and you're just like your, your emotions kind of start getting the best of you. And before you know it, deep down, you kind of have expectations that this person is really going to get moving. And then when they don't, you feel a little disappointed. If you feel frustrated, if you feel like you have failed, odds are you had some expectations of people. It's really important that whether they are an unbelievable business partner that you just, that just partnered up with you, or if it's someone that maybe doesn't have any experience, has no idea how to sell, has no social media presence. By the way, I don't discount anyone. I mean, at some, at one point in time in my medical career, 
I was, I was the, the discounted one. I was the runt of the, of the litter. I was the dead weight holding the district or holding our district and our team back from rising in the rankings because of my poor performance in the very beginning. Cause I was learning the ropes. I didn't know what to do. So at one point people did not have faith in me. So I always have faith in people because I never forgot what that felt like to have nobody cheering for me and nobody clapping for me. Now, is that one of the best things that ever happened for me? You better believe it because I learned to be my own best cheerleader when I had nobody else cheering for me. I just had you know, my mom feeling bad for me, <laughs> that things were really bad at work and I was about to get fired because of my performance, right? I don't have any expectations of people. All I have is faith. Trade your expectations in others for faith. Have faith in them. Can you do that? Drop that in the comments, friends. Have zero expectations, but have an abundance of faith in people, okay? I didn't actually know that when I first started network marketing. And I remember I used to get so frustrated. I'm like, why are they doing anything? They said they wanted to run. They said they want to quit their job. They said they want to stay home with their kids. And they're not even launching their business. Like, what are they even doing? Guys, people will always show you what a priority it is to them or not. And that's not our job to judge. Our only job is to put more faith and belief in them, right? So that's the first thing I would suggest, zero expectations. Second thing, I aim, and again, I learned this over time. Anything I share with you, friends, it's because I've learned it and I've grown through it uh, and I'm still continuing to grow through it. Um, I just, uh, you know, it's not from a place of I've arrived. It's from a place of, man, I kind of wish I knew this back then. <laughs> but at the same time, I learned it when I was supposed to at the right time. So number two, I like to have a clear understanding of what they want to accomplish and by when, not what I want them to accomplish have a very clear understanding of what they want, not what you want for them. You see, again, it comes back to those expectations. It's so important that we ask them a lot of questions. What will it mean to that or what will it mean for them if they make $500 in the next, you know, uh, 30 to 60 days to earn $500? What will that do for them? Why would it be important? Why does it have to be? Why does it have to happen? When does it need to happen by? Are they open to, uh, to collaboration with some specific simple things that they can do to get that $500 sooner than later? I always ask if they are open to collaboration because they, some people think they know it all. Some people are not coachable. Those types of people I have found do not do very well in network marketing if you're not coachable. And guess what? Not coachable and guess what? I stayed stuck. I was stuck. 
I feel like I'm gonna like burn the back of my phone. Hang on a second. I was stuck for a long time because I was not coachable. <laughs> and that's how I know that it's really difficult for people to succeed in network marketing if they're not coachable. Um, even, and I don't mean coached by your upline. Your upline is not responsible for your success, my friends. Your sponsor is not responsible for your wins or your losses. But if you want, because you can find great coaching anywhere. That's why I love coaching the in the profession, in the industry as a whole. I have an entirely other, a separate coaching business, a sales coaching business to teach network marketers how to sell and navigate successful sales cycles all the way through the close and blow up their volume. I have a whole other business that I created because I love helping people all over the profession. I love my team, but I love you know, all those people out there that maybe don't have a supportive sponsor. It's not their, it's not their job to make that person successful. So I like to give them other tools. Anyway, it's important to ask people's, um, ask so many questions when somebody gets started with you so that you know why they're doing it, what's important to them, right? You have to have a good understanding of this so that you build rapport, you build the trust, they know that you're hearing them and that you understand or that you're at least trying to understand. And the key is, I have another, I have another uh, tip in a little bit that I'm going to share that has everything to do with learning first what they want to happen and by when, not what you want. Here's the next thing. People very often do not get onboarded successfully because of this one thing. Can anybody guess this one thing? This is a big one. A lot of people. Their sponsors will put them, say, watch this training and that training and read this and do that and get on this Zoom and watch this, this recording and get on this call and blah, 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 blah. And if you are a new person, you are a deer in headlights. You immediately are, you're likely to retract and do nothing because you feel confused and confused people, both business partners and potential customers, confused people do nothing. Don't ever forget that friends, confused people do nothing. Why do most, uh, uh, why do most network marketers go to start their business and a lot of times they don't even launch? Because they are, they are getting fire hosed with too much information. Stop that. <laughs> If you are a sponsor, stop fire hosing people. Think about spoon feeding them only what they need when they need to know it. The most important thing when uh, new network marketers get started in their businesses is action first. Number one, get into action. They gotta launch their business. They gotta, they gotta announce, make an announcement that they did something crazy and exciting and they're so pumped about it. Do a reel, do a, do, drop it in your stories, do a, a boomerang, make a Facebook post, make a TikTok, do it all but announce it, encourage them to get out there and get an action before they get caught up in the details. I'm telling you, when I first started network marketing, I was sent a PDF file that was about 55 pages long and I was told to print 
out this 55 page manual and, and, and I get it. I get it. That's what they knew how to do. That is what the, the, my, my uplines, if you will, the people that I joined, that is what they knew how to do. That is no longer effective, my friends. It is ineffective to give your people a 55 page manual and start making them learn, or making them start to learn everything. That is the number one reason that your people will not get started at all. It's also the number one reason that they're going to come up with a bazillion excuses as to why they don't have time or are unable to do this business right now with you because you're going to keep checking back with them because you probably had expectations of them. And when you keep checking back, they're going to feel badly that they haven't done anything. So they're probably going to ignore you or they're going to come up with some really great excuses as to why they didn't get started. When at the end of the day, it probably came back to in the very beginning, they got fire hosed and they got spooked and they're like, uh, I, I don't, I'm, um, I'm like a parent. I'm working full time. I thought I was going to be able to earn this alongside what I'm doing. Um, this, I don't, I don't have all day to be doing this. And that seems like what it's going to take. You don't ever want people to feel that way. You've got to make it simple and you've got to make it systematic. What I mean by systematic, and again, a lot of people are enrolling business partners wondering why they don't get started and why they are not duplicating. This is often why. If your duplication method is a three-way call, a Zoom, a home meeting, you are going to set your people up to lose. I'm sorry, my friends, but it's true. Why? Because three-way calls, Zooms, hosting meetings, those are not duplicatable. That requires a physical body or, or verbal communication in doing something of some sort. Brand new people getting started are scared. They're nervous. They don't know what to do, especially if you're not signing someone that has any experience. Unless you are signing a stud, unless you are signing a go-getter, a go-getter that is completely driven, that has all the time in the world, that is like foot to the floor, full throttle. By the way, this is like a unicorn to find that type of person, P.S., Unless you find one of those people, you've got to cater to the people that are moms, people that are dads, people that are busy working 40, 60, 70 hours a week. You got to get used to people that are not going to be doing this full time. You've got to be able to help those people that don't have skills, that don't have experience, that don't have belief. You've, but they have trust and faith in you. You've got to show up for them. That's what, that's honestly, that's my why. That is my, that is my purpose. That is my passion. That is why I started my entire coaching business. My friends, it, it, and by the way, if you lack sales skills and you are looking to build more sales skills, if you're in network marketing, because let's face it, if you can't close business, you don't have business. You don't have a business. Okay. I want to help you. I have a free sales training that can help you right away implement some strategies. Go to www 
www.closingwithcoop.com forward slash. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. That was wrong. Nix that. <laughs> it's gift. Gift like a present. Dot closingwithcoop.com. Can somebody drop that in the comments, please? Gift dot closingwithcoop.com. Anyways, I digress. Back to this. So you guys, we need to be able to cater to those people that don't know how to do this. Okay. You've got to make it simple. You've got to make it systematic. You want to be able to share a video with them, share a post with them. Better yet, if you are using the ATM method, the number one most duplicatable system ever known in the entire industry is the ATM method. Can I get a hashtag ATM? Holla ATM. My friends, what that system does is completely remove anybody's need to know everything in order to share products and opportunity and acquire some sales and business partners. The ATM system completely removes that obstacle of needing to know everything, which again is a huge reason why people are not duplicating because they feel like they need to know everything and they do not. It's got to be simple. It's got to be systematic. They've got to get into action first. If you are fire hosing with them with information, you might as well expect them to quit. You might as well expect them to quit before they even got a chance. Here's la uh, because honestly, if they are learning everything first, you're going to lose them. If it's all about learning, 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 you're going to lose them. Your job is to get, it's not a win. When someone partners with me, that is not a win for me. It's a win for me when they become profitable, when they get a return, when they feel successful, when they get a win, when they feel belief, when they move forward, when they have faith, that is when I, I, I win. And these are the things that I do to help get closer to that place. Does that make sense? Are you with me, friends? Are you getting some value out of this? Last but not least, and then we're done. When it comes to onboarding, as a sponsor, you got to be prepared to carry their vision for when they lose it. Because they will. Some will lose it right away when somebody hates on their post or says what they do are what they're doing is stupid or when their their husband says that you're wasting your time and our money or their wife says are you kidding me right now you're really doing a pyramid thing they will lose their vision the minute they experience that you have got to carry their vision for them before that happens and when it happens, because it will. People will lose their vision along the way as they are growing. They will lose it in the beginning. They might lose it in the middle. They might lose it after four years in the profession. They might lose their vision. As a sponsor, carry the vision. Be prepared to carry it for them when they lose it. Remember what I said before? having a clear understanding of what they want, not what you want for them. What do they need? 
When do they need to do it by? Why is it important? What difference is, is it going to make? Why bother doing this at all? Have that clear understanding so that you get their vision. So that you get it and you can hold it and cherish it and covet it. So when they lose it, because they will, you've still got it for them. You can still carry it for them. You can still remind them of the light. I think I saw my friend Kirsty on here. I can still say, you know, Kirsty, I know, I know that you and Denny, I know that you guys want to move to Vegas. Your dream is to have your home there and eventually reside there. And now you'll be taking baby David there with you too. That is your dream to give to him because he's worked so hard his whole life and you want to help him get this. You want to help him get there. I know this about my friend Kirsty. She shared this with me three and a half years ago. And I still know it. You gotta have people's vision and don't forget it because they might. I hope this was helpful for you, friends, and I hope that this helps you be able to successfully onboard people before and get them a win, get them feeling successful before they quit on themselves, before they get overwhelmed, before they feel like they need to know everything. I really hope that this helps you. I'd love to know your favorite takeaway. And of course, tag some of your business partners if you haven't already um, that are looking to, to grow and team build successfully. Maybe tag someone or share with your teammates who are feeling like a failure, that they've signed a couple people and those people haven't really done anything or really shown up. Maybe this can help them too. Um, and of course, if you, I also want to thank you guys for subscribing to my Crave the Clothes podcast. I do have a podcast. It's called Crave the Clothes. You guys can find me on Apple and I, um, Apple iTunes and also Spotify. Um, and I'm so grateful for, um, for your support of my messages and inviting others to hear it as well in the hopes that it will help them. All right, my friends, have an amazing day. Talk soon. Mwah.